Hi, this is Keystone, host of the Talking Tanks podcast. Uh, in this special segment, I'm joined by... Now, what are you guys going by? Generic team name, is that it? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, winners of the Player Appreciation Tournament. Uh, guys, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hey, everybody. Um, Pat Poos, uh, a.k.a. Patrick. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Sergeant Rick 24 and uh, you guys had three other teammates. Uh, that was Tree Woods, uh, Mr. Struels, and who am I forgetting? Uh, Chrome. Ah, Mr. Chrome. That's right, that's right. Okay, well, let's, let's get right into it. So this was a, a tournament that Wargaming administrated uh, using training rooms, and uh, they sort of refereed it, and... Uh, Put up some pretty big prizes, right? We'll get to that a little later. But uh, what made you guys decide to, to team up? Um, are you are you people that play together all the time, or uh, did you form up specifically just for this uh, for this match? Uh, Rick, I'll I'll answer this. Uh, we're all in the same clan, uh, the Total Carnage clan, um, and we also had another team that was in Total Carnage as well. So I don't know. We just kind of asked who was all available and uh kind of just went from there uh me and rick also were in that uh, the the alpha tournament as well so it's kind of us two and we just kind of picked you know three other per people that would uh kind of round out our team and that's kind of how it happened right okay okay so well, that makes sense to me awesome um so once you knew that you were going to be uh, once you knew that you were going to be teaming up all together uh what did you guys do in preparation for the tournament? I don't know, Rick. I don't. We really didn't. Uh, I don't know. We really didn't prepare much, if at all, really. Um, yeah, I guess we would just. Yeah. We would typically just get on. Uh, we try to get on an hour before we were supposed to play, and we would practice the map, and we would uh, bounce strategies off of each other, and uh, we would just go with who we thought had the best strategy, and we always had a backup plan. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, th we didn't spend hours upon hours of practicing. So, uh, not yeah, not a lot, of, not a lot of practicing there. We just kind of would get on, bounce ideas off of each other, and then we would go do the match. I'm sure our listeners are going to wonder though if you're restricted to tier seven like you were for this tournament. Um, how did you decide? What was your thought process about the tanks that you brought in? Um, well, the T29s. I mean, it was you could have. Uh, two tiers two of the same tanks max uh in your composition so uh i mean everybody ran two t29s so that was you know two slots taken up already um and i don't know we just kind of felt the t71 because of its uh, scouting potential mobility and burst damage you know it was it was a lock as well um and we just kind of looked at the map pool together like through text and stuff and just kind of figured two tiger tanks with the uh their dpm and uh health pool would uh suit our needs the best so that's kind of just i mean it was it was pretty quick you know it was just like two t29s for sure a t71 and then we quickly decided on two tiger tanks so now we sort of already covered it but it sounds like you guys didn't scrimmage uh beforehand you didn't run 5v5 with your clanmates or anything like that just to to uh get your bearings uh am i right in assuming that no well, that's the correct finals we did actually yeah uh we we practiced erlenberg i think we did what like maybe three matches with him just to see uh, yeah, get a feel I would, for erlenberg yeah. 
yeah, I wouldn't that, really call would... it a scrimmage. We just kind of, we just kind of got together and went in our own parties. You know, like our team was in a party, their team was in a party, and we just kind of, you know, talked amongst each other's teams rather than scrimmage. You know, what, does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Uh, no, I, yeah, I can understand how. I, I didn't mean like setting up your tanks in particular spots on the map and and fighting it out that way. I was sort of wondering if you went head to head in. Uh, yeah, I mean, practice matches, uh, and it sounds like you did. Um, a little bit, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, just pretty much before the semifinals, we didn't do much or any scrimmaging before uh, before the semifinals. So. Right. Okay, so uh, so then walk us through round one. Um, how did that? How did you guys fare? Uh, round one. I can't remember. That was a blowout. But yeah, we won. Uh, we didn't lose a tank. I think they were a man down, though. I think uh, oh. they were. It was it was four v five the whole series, and it was just you know it was kind of sucked for them. But yeah, it wasn't close just because they were a man down. We won three zero. So okay, yeah. So that sounds like uh, some unfortunate luck for the other team. Did they have like uh, just technical di- difficulties oh, there, or? Uh... I, yeah, I just think the one of their guys just couldn't connect to uh, the wargaming internet or something like that. So yeah, that's pretty rough. Just yeah. All right, they so, got the short end of the stick. So sort of an easy pass right to round two, and uh, how did that go for you guys? That was uh, was that when we fought TLP round two? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think that was on Himmelsdorf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they uh, they had some good strats. I'll give them that. Uh, but. I think yeah. Once again, we won three zero on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. They had some good strats, but um, uh, as we were talking with each other, it's like they could have executed them better, and uh, they might have actually ended up uh, winning a few rounds from us. But yeah, we ended up winning all three rounds in the uh, second match as well. Gotcha, gotcha. But what were uh, well, you're mentioning their strategies. Uh, what did you see them employing, or are you being generous? No, no, for, uh, they, they honestly did. They had some, uh, I can't remember exactly what they did. I'd have to go back and watch the videos, but, uh, I, I liked what I saw them doing, but like I said, they, they just didn't execute it, uh, well enough. They made yeah, they, simple they, mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. They had, they had a, like, they had a good general strategy. They tried to work around. It's just their execution for that strategy was lacking just a little bit. So, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, you know what, uh, some of the other people that participated in the tournament that I talked to just said, you know, they were just having an off day, uh, you know, just didn't get there, weren't playing with finesse and we've all had days like that. So, uh, we know how that goes. Um, uh, okay. So on to round three, uh, what happened there? Um, kind of more of the same, to be honest. Uh, we beat, uh, Old farts and fogies, three nothing. Um, do you, Rick? Do you remember what map that would be was on? I I can't really remember. Uh, Fisherman's Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. They. It seemed like they had a, like it was kind of more the same like TLP. They had a good strategy, like you know, an overall strategy of what they wanted to do. It's just they they didn't execute it to you know their full potential. So we kind of you know found a weak link and kind of pushed and won that way. So. Mm-hmm. With these tournaments, did you find uh, that like once you took down one of their five tanks, that the tide turned and you were just oh, uh, 
For sure. If, yeah, tremendously. Yeah, I mean, once that first tank gets taken out of the fight, it's a whole different ball game. Um, I mean, if if we took out a tank and the other team, you know, we went into hyper aggressive mode and basically just stacked up and pushed. Or if if we lost it, it didn't happen often, but if we lost a tank first, you know, it definitely changed. It changes your overall strategy of what you need to do to uh to get the win. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine. I mean, it's something Matthew and I talk about on the show a bit, you know, being put on tilt or how to put your opponent on tilt. Uh, and yeah, you know, you get your nose bloodied and you're going to make different decisions. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, just an input. Sorry. Uh, round two was actually on Fisherman's Bay and round three was on Himmelsdorf. So we, ended gotcha. up, we faced TLP on Fisherman's Bay and Old Farts and Fogies on Himmelsdorf. Got it. Got it. Okay, so on to round four, and now this is the semifinals. So you're you're facing, you know, uh, you're facing people that have gone through quite a few matches already. A competition probably was a little fiercer. What did uh, what did round four look like for you? Well, I think we all knew it was going to be a challenge because uh, we knew the Squirt Clan had some really good players with them, and uh, so that was. Uh, we were kind of anxious and nervous at the same time preparing for the match. Uh, and it, it was definitely, like I said, the best match that we played the entire tournament. Yeah, um, they, you know, they had they had some really really good strategies and they executed them well. Uh, we we won the first three games to go up three nothing against them, and we it, it took us a while to actually close them out. Um, those next two games, games um, four and five, they. Uh, they kind of blew us out of the water. It wasn't even close. And then uh, the the clinching game, game six, they just kind of made one mistake and threw a tank away, and then it was just kind of all over after that. But, uh, yeah, like Rick said, the semifinals match against Squirt Clan was probably the uh, the toughest road we had to uh, to win the tournament for sure. Now, did they switch it up in game four, or uh, did they did they change up their tank roster? What, what was going on there that enabled them to, to swing it around? Honestly, yeah, they I, mirrored ours. <laughs> yeah, they they mirrored ours. We had the same lineup. They just, uh, I don't know. They just turned it on. Like they didn't really do anything different. They did the same strategies pretty much every every game. They just uh, those two games they won. They just executed it that much better than they what they were doing before. I don't know. They just they turned the switch on, as people like to call it. And it was tough to. I mean, like I said, those two games we got blown out. It wasn't close. Now, do you guys have any downtime between these games to sort of debrief and sort things out, or are you? How are you managing all of that? Uh, it, we basically get like a minute in between games. It's not much, so I don't know. Like between games where we lose, I just you know we just tell everyone to just you know calm down. We got this. You know, just relax. We're up. You know, whatever three one three two. Let's just win this next one and go on to the finals. So, just it's not a lot of time. You just have to keep a cool head and uh, just trust your uh, players, your teammates, and your strategies. Right, right, right. Um, okay, before we get into the the finals, I'm just curious. So, so what's your chat channel sound like during this tournament? <laughs> a lot of screaming and yelling and a lot of expletives. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of. Uh... Honestly, we were, I think, joking around a lot of the time, though. Um, even during the semifinals when it was tense, we were... <laughs> we were yeah, 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 there was, there was a couple of jokes. Yeah. I think that helped. Um, yeah, that helped keep us loose, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. 
Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's important too because you can, um, you know, uh, start to fixate, start to get really flustered, uh, and it certainly doesn't help to get mad at all. Um, so, so that's interesting to hear. And you guys didn't have a sixth man in the party, nothing like that. I mean, you were strictly like the people that were in your match were um, in your chat channel, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was no extra um, people in our uh, party chat or anything like that. So yeah, I don't know what the advantage of that would be, but uh, just sort of curious. Um, all right, so so getting into the final matches, the final round. Uh, so who were you facing in the final round? Uh, we faced the team named Johnny on the spot, but they were all uh, they're all members of the clan War. So I, I guess you could, th- we just, we basically played War, War Clan in the finals. And do you remember the, the names of the people in the, ma- ah, I'm sure you do, but do you want to shout out <laughs> um, to them? Yeah, uh, it was uh, UA for Life, Grab Your Gats, or Grab Yogurt, as we like to call them. <laughs> um, Sad Sadies, I, I probably butchered that name. Um, uh, yeah, Sad Sadies. Turbo, turbo, turbo squid and phoenix to ash were the uh the last three guys so they had a good team i mean they're uh pretty much all those players are super unicum and have like uh wn8s of 3500 plus so it was uh they, they were a strong team yeah uh, no doubt um i know a few of those guys and uh uh yeah they're all very good players um okay so you didn't change up your tank roster. Um, did you change up your strategy going into that last round at all? Uh, we, we did change. Uh, we took a Tiger out for the finals because it was Prokhorovka. And um, through through clan training, uh, you know, and scrimming other clans before this tournament was announced, I would say Prokhorovka is probably our best map. Um, so we, we decided to drop a tiger tank and add a comet just for extra mobility and hull down potential with all the ridges and stuff like that. So, And what did you see from the opposing team as far as their roster? <sighs> what were they running, Rick? It was, they well, ran they, two... They, they ran two comets, two T-29... Nine. Well, they, they kept changing it up. Like, uh, yeah. I, I remember I think... the, the last round they actually ran an IS and two T-71s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they changed it up a lot. I think the first three or so matches they played uh, two T twenty nines, two comets, and a T seventy one, and then the fourth and fifth match they uh, it was two T twenty nines, IS, and two T seventy ones. They switched to or some very similar to that. Uh, and so, so game one, uh, how did that go? Uh, <laughs> we oh, dropped yeah. game one. Uh, we honestly, we kind of threw it. Um, there was a lot of miscommunication and, uh, two of our players, um, kind of got caught out in the open and, uh, it was over from there. Uh, game one was not close. We got slaughtered. Mm. Mm. So how'd you guys manage to rally? Uh, well, you know, in that, uh, in the final moments of that match going into the next one, did you guys... Uh, dig deep and have a little pep talk, or just shake it off and yeah. I mean, I mean, we 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 all know that Prokhorovka is our best map, so we just kind of just told everyone, guys, just calm down. You know, we kind of threw that first game of miscommunication, so let's just make sure we're all on the same page. And uh, if we are, we'll win, and that's basically what happened. Okay, so game two, you you win it. 
um, handedly, or was it close? Was it contentious? Honestly, the next four games are kind of a blur. Two of them were close. Like, you know, like there was like two tanks left, two of our tanks versus one of theirs, and two of them was kind of a blowout. Um, the last round was very close. Yeah, yeah, last round was very close. Yeah, yeah, last round was close. But uh, uh, it still, was a mix I of... I still don't know how... Uh, for yeah, I, I, know, that yeah I hit that shot. I don't know, dude. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it was a mix, uh, the, the next four games. Um, two of them were close, and two of them we just kind of dominated. So, Wow, that's awesome. Are you guys, uh, do you have the video of any of those matches up on YouTube, or are you going to put that up for our listeners to see? Uh, the um, way I looked at it was I went to Twitch, because Wargaming posted uh, the video on there. So uh, I don't have the link. But if I, you go I to Twitch and you go to Wargaming's um, Twitch page, then you can find it. Right, we'll get that from you, and maybe we can put that into our uh, into our feed so our listeners can can go check out the uh, the replays on all that. Uh, all right, so looking back at the tournament, um, obviously you've got you know this has been a learning experience for you, I'm sure. Um, you know, what's the takeaway aside from the prize, which we'll still get to in a little bit? Like, what did you guys, what did you guys pull out of this? Well, I'll work. I'll let you go first. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of bragging rights. Uh, as Pat said, me and him were both in the um, Alpha tournament, and we ended up losing in that one, and that was kind of a bummer. So to come back from that and uh, to place first and uh, this tournament and win, you know, the prizes that we did, um, it's a big boost to morale. And, um, you know, I look forward to more tournaments now and, uh, hopefully we can keep our, our place in first, but, uh, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, besides the prizes, it's just, um, fame and within the community. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's bragging rights to be had. Um, I, I wonder, uh, looking back at the, at the whole, at the whole thing, um, you know, were there any tactics that you saw or heard about from other people that surprised you? Uh, any, any roster compositions that surprised you, anything like that, even if it didn't work out? Uh, I don't know. As a clan, we've done a lot of inter-clan scrimmages and, you know, scrimmed against other clans. So, you know, there was nothing that was... You know, no strategies that were, you know, just took us by surprise. You know, we, through our scrimmages and stuff, you know, we've kind of seen, you know, everything that people can throw at you. Um, so it wasn't too uh, mind-blowing, but uh, there were there were a couple matches, like Score Clan. There were a couple of things that they did that just, you know, caught you off guard or just said, wow, you know, that was, that was, that was done really well. So. Ginger Bear and I talked about this competition um, and how... You know, you might decide to how you might form up your roster. Um, you know, just thinking about tier seven and how you might actually um, just approach selecting your tanks. Um, and you know, we entertained a lot of a couple of different strategies. Um, you know, going for mobility, going for a sort of uh, distant artillery support, going for the ability to sort of um, one shot your enemies. Um, we discussed a lot, not necessarily exploring whether they were viable or not. Um, were there any, did you guys have any strategies you maybe wanted to try, but, um, 
felt like the safe thing to do was be conservative? Oh no, there there was definitely uh, there was a couple strategies I wanted to try out that, uh, <laughs> especially uh, people like Mister Struis was like that won't work, and I'm like, well, we're gonna try it anyway. <laughs> I mean, they worked, but uh, yeah, there was a couple of strategies. I wanted to try out that uh, not the the whole team wasn't on board, but we did them anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, every strategy that I came up with seemed to be very aggressive, which <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of the way that I play, and the and I do the same thing whenever we're doing team training and stuff. I, I have a very aggressive tactics. So, but for this competition, we kind of scrapped most of my ideas, and uh, for more um, defensive tactics, for, you know, just to be safer. And when you say defensive tactics, do you mean laying in wait for the enemy to come to you, or or do you mean, what do you um, mean there? Heavily using the scout tank, because it was mostly kind of figure out where they're at, and then determine what we're going to do from there. So uh, a lot of waiting for our scout tank to light them up, and then we would either push or wait for them, or whatever we felt we needed to do. Yeah, it was... It was basically our strategy for the tournament was finding out, gathering as much information as possible as what the other team's doing, and then basically countering that. So it was more of a passive play style, but once we found out what the other team was doing, we would we would be the aggressors. Like I would say pretty much everyone, especially in the semifinals and finals, we won because you know, we, we found out what they were doing and we isolated a couple tanks and pushed that or, you know, like we took a tank down and then all just pushed together, you know, just kind of kind of stuff like that. Ginger and I definitely talked about, um, you know, employing those strategies there. But um, one thing we, we discussed, and I don't know if you guys even entertained it, uh, would be using, you know, at least two or three extremely high alpha sort of derpy uh, tank destroyers. Um, in addition to your T-29s, um, and sort of looking at it like the three TDs are, you know, three shots in an autoloader clip, um, you know, and coordinating your shots, just lasering in on someone, hitting all at the same time. Uh, I don't know if that, you know, if you guys entertained anything like that, or if, you know, you feel oh, like uh, that would... We, no, we did for sure. Um, I don't know, just my, my uh, mindset on that is... I try to shy away from like tanks, like you said, derp guns, or you know, tanks similar to the Death Star, where you kind of you kind of up to the mercy of RNG. Um, I, you know, there's been in a couple situations, whether you know we're, we're public matching or scrimmaging, scrimmaging another clan, where you know if if, if RNG kind of screws you in one shot, that that low roll could cost you the game. And you know, just kind of try to shy away from that. I mean, we have you know, pretty decent players in our clan. So if we can take tanks that are, you know, consistent and reliable, uh, I feel like, you know, better players can, there's a higher skill cap for those tanks than, you know, trying to pray to RNGs Jesus for a high roll. You know what I mean? Right. No, I completely understand what you mean. So for our listeners, what you're saying is rate of fire makes it easier to let the average rise to the top. So you exactly. might low roll, Rate you fire, might... Uh, maneuverability, mobility, penetration. Uh, and health, yeah, <laughs> penetration and, and health pool. Those were basically our, our four top priorities, you know, going into this tournament rather than, you know, having like a 
what is that TD, the SU-152 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that they had the derp cannon, you know, that that, that was, derp, derpiness was not our, not high on our, our priority list, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, uh, like you said, uh, focusing fire with, say you had two SU-152s and you're trying to focus fire on one target to burn them down really quick. You know, it's easy to say that you're going to do that, but. Highly situational. Most of the ma- yeah, yeah. Most exactly. Most playing exactly. on city maps. Exactly. Yeah. Besides that, they're inaccurate anyway and have low penetration, so your chances are uh, stacked against you. Exactly. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it definitely seems like more of a Hail Mary than than a viable, like a reliable strategy. No, I see that. I see what you're saying there. Um, Okay, so what did you guys end up winning? Taking first place in this uh, player appreciation tournament, you win like a couple thousand gold, something like that. Uh, we each win a customized skin Xbox One. What? And we, uh, three of us, myself, Chrome, and uh, Tree Woods, are getting flown out to San Francisco this Friday, Saturday, Sunday to uh, attend the uh, Wargaming launch party. And uh, they're going to show us around Saturday around the town a little bit. So. Wow, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty pumped, so I, I can't wait for Friday. <laughs> and did, yeah. So all uh, of you, sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, it's Trudels and myself, where we're not uh, old enough to yeah. fly out there. Yeah, they're, they're uh, the they young pups. Yeah, they gave us $100 worth of uh, gold, so <laughs> that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's a nice, uh, that's a nice substitute. Um, I'm sure you wish you were uh, able to go, but that's, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you know. You got the Xbox. No. Oh, yeah, I got the Xbox and and a hundred dollars worth of gold. You know, I can't be unhappy about that. Yeah. Uh, when we won the semifinals, we were, I mean, we obviously wanted to win everything, but we were just so excited that basically, if you played in the finals, you automatically are guaranteed Xbox One. So we were all pumped for that. So that that was our goal, and I guess winning the tournament was just icing on the cake, you could say. Totally, totally. All right. Well, you guys have anything else to add to the? Uh to the uh... uh just a shout out to our uh second uh team in the tournament uh, they made it to the semifinals so two of the top four teams were from uh the clan total carnage so shout out to denied um folk attorney uh a casual pie and, uh, who, yeah speedy lele and and savage uh, limits yep shout out to those guys they uh they had a heck of a tournament as well all right guys well uh thanks for joining us enjoy your trip and uh yeah we'll look out for you uh in future tournaments um so take it easy thank thank you guys